Welcome to Maidens of Metal and Mayhem, a podcast about all things metal, horror, with a dash of mayhem. Welcome to another episode of Maidens of Metal and Mayhem. This week we're talking about the band In This Moment. Yeah, I'm very excited about talking about In This Moment. Uh, Also, I want to say happy Friday the 13th, everybody. One of my favorite holidays. (laughs) So enjoy your Friday the 13th, and I hope you are all watching the movies. And And don't don't get get murdered. murdered. (laughs) Um, But yes, In This Moment. Um, Sammy, do you want to uh, tell me, uh, tell the audience, you know, where, how you discovered in this moment? Yeah, so it was probably around 2011. Actually, no, before that, probably more like 2008, 2009, shortly after the dream came out. I was tiptoeing my way into metal and I was listening to a lot of like new metal stuff, which is, you know, where in this moment came in. And I really started listening to The Dream first because I feel like that album of theirs, it had recently come out at the time, but it's also like the least like heavy of their albums. Like it's very soft and like very calming, some of the songs. So I feel like it was like a good kind of place for me to start with metal, kind of lull me into getting comfortable with like people like doing like screaming vocals. So from there, I started listening to some other albums as they came out. Um, I was a big fan of Blood when it came out in 2012. And then from there, I kind of moved on to a lot of other bands. I still come back to In This Moment a lot, but they're one of those bands that I know exists and I know I like them, but I sometimes forget that they're there and I have to like remind myself that they're like saved on my Spotify. I listen to them quite often, actually. I um, discovered them late in the game, I would say, because I discovered them during their Blood album when they came out with Whore. A classic. Um, And it did get a lot of radio time, and I was like, yeah, this is a really good song. I really like this song called Whore. After that, I really didn't, you know, look into them or anything like that. But my uh, sister-in-law, she is a photographer, and she often has me come along to write the articles Um, that go along with the pictures that she takes. And we went to uh, Philadelphia and uh, saw them live. In that moment, in this moment, I fell head over heels for Maria Brink. And her stage presence, her um, theatrical presence, the songs, um, I was just blown away. Um, and sometimes, a lot of times for me, concerts can make or break a band, and it, this made the band for me. And she, at the time, she was playing some of Blood, but it was uh, during when she was touring for the Black Widow album. And I love every song on that album. And she just, it was just amazing. And she had like this, like cage in the back of her, and was pulling people from the audience and putting them in cages. And I, I desperately, desperately wanted Maria Brink to put me in a cage. But unfortunately, it did not happen. If only. Yeah, I feel like in this moment, it's one of those bands that like their music is great and their albums are really 
solid, but it's like brought to a next level when you see them live. Like I've never seen them in person before, but just seeing their live performances, like videos of them, absolutely insane. Like they definitely have a huge focus on like the stage presence and the overall kind of feeling of their shows. Like that seems to be a huge thought process that goes into like how the albums are even like sounding and what they do on the albums. Yes. Um, the show, the shows are very theatrical. Um, I will admit that the band's name was a hard one for me because I, I was like, what is this? A Celine Dion song. But I kind of get it now because she's, she's such a badass, but she does have, um, it's very um, beautiful feminine side to her that I really enjoy her having that ability to to show that. You know, not every female heavy metal uh, artist has to be hardcore all the time. They they can be whatever they want. They can be more feminine. They can be more masculine. It doesn't matter. And I love that. Their name also, I feel like, is a product of the time that they started, kind of became a band. I mean, around that time you had, again, like Evanescence was big around that time within Temptation. I feel like those slightly longer band names was more in style and in vogue at that time, whereas now I feel like it's shorter is usually better. Yeah, it was like, you know, the early 2000s and a lot of these bands had like three syllable names. I don't know where that came from, but it was a thing. And um, definitely do not judge a book by its cover because this band is kick ass. I think it also might have just been a new metal thing. I feel like a lot of new metal bands had like the three syllable names just in general. Yes, they did. It was like, you know, 2000 to like what, say 2010. Yeah, about, you know, like that decade. Now, I have listened to her the earlier albums. Definitely a big change uh, music-wise and voice-wise. Her voice, on, especially in Dream, it's so beautiful. It's sweet. But I prefer the voice that she really, really um, came out with for the Blood album. Unreal. She can sing. There's like she absolutely can sing and it's an all natural talent. And I like I like how her career has progressed and her the albums have progressed and the the lyrics have progressed. I feel like um, a lot of the things that she's writing now is definitely more pertaining to her life. And she has a lot to say in her music. And uh, it's really a lot of female empowerment. And she has you know, her band are all guys and they back her all the way. Oh yeah, especially with our latest album, Mother. That one especially is really focused on women's role in society and like where we belong and where we want to belong. Like I go back to like the single and it's one of my favorite songs off of Mother, which is the in-between. The whole song is just about you know, where do women fit in? Because we're kind of, on one hand, you know, motherhood is thought of this, like, divine, beautiful thing. It's like this gift from the divine. But then at the same time, we're also considered, you know, like, whores and harlots and things like that. So it's like that dichotomy of women where we're both considered, like, divine, but at the same time, we're also, like, temptresses and evil. Which is correct. Where do we fit in? Yes. Especially in today's society. 
uh, although we won't go into political things, but um, yeah, we need to have, you know, we need artists out there that have a very strong voice for women right now. Exactly. And just, I, that's what I really drew me to in this moment is the fact that most of the songs are kind of coming from like a woman's perspective and talking about things that affect women. And I feel like in the metal scene, especially in like the new metal scene, it's kind of hard to find that. So to have a band that, you know, obviously Marina does a lot of the writing herself, or at least some of the writing herself, it shows in just like the subject matter that they're covering and what their songs are about. Yes. So for me, I, I have to be honest, I I really don't know a whole lot of the previous albums. I have to say, I start with Dream and then go forward. Um, but Blood is where I kind of was like, okay, yeah, this is really good. I would say Blood definitely, and especially the song Whore, it's her saying, I'm treated like a whore. But even though she's treated like a whore, that men still want her and they want her to be a certain way. Oh, exactly. And it's also the fact that women are physical creatures. Like we also, much like men, you know, have preferences and things. And it's more the fact that like she's, you know, women in general are kind of thought of this like negative, like you're a whore, you're a slut. But at the same time, that's what a lot of like men find appealing about women. You know, they want women that are dressed like more provocatively and things like that. And that's, I know what a lot of people critique is the fact that she wears very provocative, sexy outfits, especially when they're on tour and they're performing. That's like a huge part of her stage presence is wearing like as little clothing as possible or like as much lingerie and like crazy outlandish things as she can. Mm -hmm. And that's been her branding pretty much since day one. And so I think this song is kind of, horror specifically is kind of, talking about that and being like, okay, cool. So you're fine if it's, if I'm your whore, but the moment I'm not, it's an issue. You're not okay with it. Yep. And it's also kind of saying like, oh, so you hate women that do this, but you love me and you respect me and you like are a fan of mine. Like what's the difference here? Is it because, you know, you have something in your heart for me, but not other women that dress like me or look like me? Yes. And I I love I love the way she looks on stage. As a bisexual woman, I'm in love. I I think she's gorgeous and her legs go a mile long. And girl, if you got it, flaunt it. Like if you got it, go for it. And she's she's just she's a gorgeous woman. She's very talented. She's in, incredibly intelligent. And she really started a difficult life. She was pregnant at 15 years old. She raised her son on her own. She was treated like crap because she was a pregnant 15-year-old. And, you know, she got into the music industry and she was still treated like crap. Even, uh, you know, um, Chris, who is the guitarist, did not want her at first because she was a woman. And then later, uh, I think it was like a week or two later, called her back and said, actually, we want you. And she has taken that band into superstardom, in my mind. And it would not be the same band if it was not for Maria Brink. Oh, exactly. Like, that's 
the thing is I feel like when you think of like big metal bands in this moment, it's one of the bigger ones, especially since I feel like they haven't done anything smaller than like a large venue or like an arena tour. And I don't even know how long. Yeah. Like they're definitely up there with like big, like a level metal bands, at least in today's standards. Yes. And uh, I, I'd have to say that probably really, they probably really skyrocketed during the Black Widow album. Definitely. Then they came out with Ritual and then it's now Mother. And all three of those albums, I can listen from beginning to end. I love every single song. Of course, I have my favorites. You know, in Ritual, I would say my favorites are uh, Black Wedding, uh, Joan of Arc, and Roots. Well, Black Wedding is a cover. It is. <laughs> it's a good cover. It's a but... good cover. And it's it's with Judas Priest, Robert Halford, who I love. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I love, I love me some Judas Priest for many, many different reasons. And um, it's, it's so well done. Uh, with Black Widow, definitely Big Bad Wolf, Sex Metal uh, Barbie, Dirty Pretty. There's just uh, so many songs on that album that I love. And also, she was doing a lot of these songs during her tour that I saw. So, you know, probably a good reason why I, I really like that one. The, I would say my two favorite songs are The Fighter. And um, the live version of the light. If if you ever if you get a chance, watch the live version of the light. And it's so raw and it's so emotional. I if I listen to it, I ball my eyes out. I could see that. I think for me, we're talking like top favorite songs. Also, their newest album, Mother, like the in between, I think is still my favorite. Like again, it's the single. It's one of the bigger ones on that album, but. I don't know. It just, oh, it just kind of hits right where I want it to. It's really, I love it. I feel like it's just really powerful and it does such a great job of like going between her kind of um, more like gravelly, like growling, like screaming vocals, but also how beautiful her straight singing voice is. Besides that, I'd say Burn is probably another big one for me. I loved that on the Blood album. That was always one of my favorite songs once I heard it. And then... From their dream album, I would say probably Lost at Sea. Which I feel like a lot of people don't know that song or listen to it often. I I have not. Um, oh, it's so, again, it's like so pretty. And I feel like at the time I was like a little angsty, like middle schooler. So it just really spoke to like my feelings. <laughs> but again, it's, that's what I like about the dream. And I think that's why I like in this moment so much is the dream was the first album of theirs that I was really exposed to and like found. And I feel like it's a good place to like start listening to metal because it's a lot softer and there's like little peaks of metal in it. But then when you start listening to their other discography, that's when you start to get into more heavy stuff. So I feel like this is a good band to start out with if you're not sure about like specifically like screaming vocals. Yes. And it's a very good album to listen to if you are a female, a young female, um, an older female does not matter. Uh, it, It really... A lot of her songs, to me, are about how strong women have to be and need to be in this world. Oh, for sure. 
I've, I mean, I definitely think that's partly just from everything Maria's had to go through in her personal life and trying to make music that, like, I would assume she wants to listen to and would have wanted to hear when she was younger. Yes. And I think I would give my left leg to meet her because I just, I adore her. I, if in her interviews, she's, she's kind of quiet and she's really sweet. And I, and I like that about her. And and when she gets on stage, it's completely different. Like she's, she controls, she controls that stage and she controls the audience. Oh yeah. And for me, I've also really loved the more like kind of mystical, like esoteric kind of aesthetic that they've started to have the past few albums, like really starting with like ritual, but especially with mother visually stunning the things that they've put out like the music videos and like the album artwork and all of the different kind of like visual elements that go into their stage performances I just it's one of those bands like you have to see live at some point if you're a fan because I feel like it's just not the same if you haven't seen them live it's it's on a whole nother level live and if you notice like she with the ritual and mother that her her style I don't think her style has changed. It's just that she is representing all different styles that that women could choose. And a lot of it has to do with like, I would say religious. I do get like, um, like a, a Wiccan feel now, whether that's, you know, what she's going for, I don't know, but, um, I would say definitely like a witchy feel, maybe not like specifically Wiccan, but definitely witchy, like more esoteric. Um, you know, lots of different like symbolisms and like different kinds of like runes and stuff. Um, and even with the the in between music video, there's a lot of different kind of like more mystical kind of witchy looks that she kind of went with throughout it and like symbolisms throughout it. She's giving Stevie Nicks a run for her money. Yeah, she's definitely. I would say she's definitely got you know like metal Stevie Nicks vibes. Yes, and she's also like the Lady Gaga of metal. Again, very similar vibes. Yes, uh, very similar vibes. Uh, I wouldn't say so much style, but she's she's not afraid to dress how she wants. It's her body, right? Yeah, I don't see Maria ever wearing a a meat dress, though. No, she's she's a PETA advocate, so I don't think she'd ever wear the meat dress. Sadly, yeah, I don't I don't think so. And <laughs> I, you know, Lady Gaga might regret that. I don't know, but anyways. <laughs> You know, I, she's just, she's absolutely uh, amazing. I would say she's one of my heroes of the metal industry because they're, you know, compared to male uh, heavy metal bands, there's, there's really not a whole, as many women. It's a boys club. And, you know, these, there are these women like Maria Brink that are, you know, full steam ahead to continue to break into the scene and to be a presence. Oh, exactly. And I that's what I really enjoy about them is the fact that the band is so unapologetic about, you know, what they're singing about and their stage presence. Like I know sometimes when I mention to people that I am, that I do like in this moment, you know, depending on who you're talking to, you get a very interesting mix of reactions you know, most people are just like, oh, cool. Don't really have much to say about it because new metal isn't really like the the big popular thing anymore. And granted, I don't think their newer stuff is really would be considered new metal, like sound wise. But 
you also get such an interesting mix of people that say like, oh, well, they're not really metal or like things like that. And I just never, I don't get it. I personally believe that people may think that they're not metal because she is a a woman. It is a woman fronted band. And, you know, having different styles in your music career, there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, you know, of course, she they were a little bit more new metal. Um, a lot of the songs were definitely softer. But again, women are multifaceted. We have we are made up of different personalities. Uh, you know, like one day, like me in particular, one day I'm more feminine, one day I'm more masculine. You know, it's one thing, one type of personality does not make a woman. Women are very complicated, beautiful beings. What I like about them is the fact that this band has been able to kind of evolve with the face of metal and like where metal's going. Because obviously their first couple albums were a little softer, more in the new metal vibe. And then where we are now, they're definitely more, I would say, in like the goth metal scene, kind of more that kind of vein where everything's a little bit more like, again, more like witchy, kind of gothic with their subject matter. Um, I would say definitely a lot heavier. You're letting Maria kind of um, scream more and be like have her more gravelly voice rather than the cleaner like singing voice she had in the first few albums. And it's just so interesting to see the change in how they sound based on where the landscape of metal is and them being able to adapt so much and be able to stay a band for so long. With In This Moment... I think that's what I love about them the most is because they are able to adapt. I really do feel, though, that she has become more of herself in the last four albums than in the earlier albums. You know, I could be wrong. I'm not a mind reader. But when I listen to the songs and I listen to what she has to say, I feel like she's really just laying it all out there for the listener. Yeah, I'd say especially in... The last few albums, I feel like that's really been her time to shine and really be able to say and do what she wants, which I think is really great, especially since, again, they've been a band for well over a decade. So it's good to see that they're still able to kind of grow and learn and change and be able to be like more authentic to themselves, even though it is a very theatrical thing and everyone is covered head to toe in like makeup and like costuming. What I, the other thing I like about their show, and I and I feel like it's it has continued to this day, is that they do tend to go to like a smaller audience for you know except for festivals they do tend to go to like venues that would allow a more intimate setting and it's not so much that the props and everything are just crazy elaborate they're not it's her that makes everything that they're doing, the dancers, the way the the stage is set up, it's her that makes it so um, entertaining and dramatic and amazing. Yeah, I mean, I I definitely want to see them live at some point, just because, again, I know how, like, insane their um, stage presence is. And I feel like that's, again, like, one of the big things with this band is just seeing them live, because it's just a whole other level of, like, insanity and I feel like that's they put a lot of thought process into the aesthetics of an album along with the music and like recording and everything and the writing 
I feel like aesthetics and how they're going to do their shows is such a big part of the pre-planning of every album for them because they're all so aesthetically different. I mean, still similar. Like You can definitely tell it's in this moment when you hear an album or you look at it. But each album is kind of like its own separate kind of entity with how it's kind of packaged and looks and everything. Yes. And can we talk about how she is able to stay on stage all that time with those crazy stiletto heels? She must her she must be have like the greatest stamina because I'm in heels for like five minutes. I'm like, ouch. I got to get these off. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, yeah. And just the amount of outfit changes that I have seen her do like in one show is insane. And on top of it, you know, sometimes they'll have like background dancers and like other people on stage doing stuff. And it's just, it looks like a wild show in like the best ways possible. And I feel like that's such an interesting thing. Cause I feel like a lot of bands these days have stage presence, but it's more just like the groups playing rather than like a whole choreographed thing. And that's what in this moment brings the fact that there is like choreography to it. They sometimes have dancers behind her. She's usually doing a lot of like dancing and like something going on stage rather than just the band playing. And there's a lot of like um, anonymity with her dancers. They, they wear masks, various different masks and the band uh, usually you cannot really see their faces because um, they're covered in makeup or they're, you know, they're often in the background on stage. And she is the focus of the entire show. Oh, yeah, exactly. I mean, it's obviously no secret who her band members are. And I do find it funny that they have, I would say, like very like Rob Zombie aesthetics, <laughs> like kind of grimy and like, like the. You know, they look very like similar. Like they would be well to be a background, like the backing band, like Rob Zombie, and then you have Maria Brink mm-hmm. up there. <laughs> like it's such an interesting mix of aesthetics and looks. And she's not afraid to like get dirty. If you if you watch the fighter um, video, she's her arms and her hands are covered in black, and her neck is covered in black. And her lipstick is is all distorted, and her uh, eye makeup is running down her cheeks. She's she's not afraid to get a little dirty. She's not afraid to to show um, like the moments of not saying be pretty, even though she's absolutely gorgeous. Uh, her, I just overall her looks. She can. She can be super, super gorgeous with her makeup, and then she can be very fragile and 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 show how vulnerable she is, and and show that she can also not be as pretty. Oh yeah, and again, I think that's what I find so interesting about Maria as a person is the fact that she does such a great job of kind of mixing both like traditional beauty because she is just a traditionally gorgeous woman, like she's exactly what most like people would think of as like a hot babe but she's also not afraid to kind of bring in those like more alternative like more different looking aesthetics and the fact that she's willing to kind of mix traditional beauty with like a more kind of like alternative and like kind of scary things a lot of their music videos and a lot of the stuff involves her like having like blood all over her or like lots of like body paint and like 
gory aspects and the fact that she's able to kind of meld the two together so well is insane and even in um the music video horror there's moments where she's like absolutely gorgeous makeup is perfect and then there's moments where she's covered like her fingers are covered in blood because she's been pricking her fingers to to feed men and um you know it's she's she has like she's even when she's ugly, she's gorgeous. But I just, I love, I love what she has to say. And I love how she says it. Exactly. Like, I just, again, I think this is such an interesting band. And especially for any women that are interested in metal, it's a good one to listen to, even if they're maybe not the sound you're typically like drawn to. Because I feel like there's something there that you can kind of pick up on, even if you're not a huge fan of the music, the subject matter that they sing, they talk about, in their songs, I think, I think a lot of women can kind of relate to, and obviously they have male fans too, not saying that they don't, but I feel like specifically this is kind of metal music made in like the woman's side. Like it's from the woman's perspective, like a woman's viewpoint on things. And again, there's just, there's not a ton of bands that are doing that. And I think that's what makes them so interesting. Yeah. There's, I mean, I am starting to see more and more a female fronted metal bands and all female metal bands, uh, which I think is amazing because women can scream just as good as men, if not better. If you listen to our producer, he believes anyone can scream as long as you learn the proper technique. So I believe that. I mean, I cannot sing metal myself, but I would love to because it's my favorite. I mean, yeah, again, I I feel like that's what a lot of people know Maria for is her screaming vocals. But the fact that she can do that and then pretty quickly switch to these beautiful, clean singing vocals is just a testament to the talent that she has just singing wise. Yeah, her her vocal range is ridiculous. It's not like a, like a Christina Aguilera vocals, you know, where she's doing these runs and all this stuff. But her vocals can be clean, they can be dirty, they can be high, they can be low. It's just ridiculous, her vocal range. Oh yeah, and they've only kind of grown with their music with her kind of being able to do more with that and kind of exploring like what her voice can do. And I've definitely noticed that in their like later albums, them kind of playing around with that more and having her kind of use the full range of her vocals. Whereas in like the first two or three albums... She was definitely sticking, I think, more to the like more clean sound. Personally, I would love, love to interview her because I have so many questions. I have so many questions I would love to ask her. You know, like, what's your favorite album? What's your favorite song? What's your favorite voice technique? Do you prefer the softer voice? Do you prefer the more growly voice? You've, you've overcome so much in your life. How... Do you feel now, now that you've kind of shown all those bastards what you really can do and how magical you are? Maybe one day we can do that. <laughs> yes, I might. I might slip into the uh, Maria Brink DMs with our <laughs> podcast and just be like, please, I beg you, listen, we love you. Um, because <laughs> I would just love to pick her brain. And again, I'm very attracted to her as well. <laughs> It's like, I see. This is this is just your way to just thirst over her. Yes. Like in person. 
I see. Oh man, I thirst after her a lot. <laughs> the fair. And she's like, you know, I'm listen, I'm tiny, tiny girl. I'm only five foot. And I swear to God, she may not be so much taller than me, but on stage, she looks like she's seven foot. <laughs> I mean, the heels yes. help. The heels help. The heels help her. The heels help quite a bit. But yeah, her, I mean, it's it's not only her body. I mean, she, like, it's her music. It's what she's got to say that really attracts me as as a female, as a bisexual female. All of all of these things just, I just adore her. And I, I want to interview her. I'd be happy to know she's not much taller than you. She's five foot five. Well, I mean, to me, that's pretty tall. I mean, that's, that's... <laughs> Five inches. That's that's a lot. She's short. <laughs> Sorry, she's short. Then what am I? <laughs> You're short. And if if you have seen pictures of Sam and I, you would know exactly the difference between us two. Because yeah, what you're what you're definitely. I'm five foot eight. Yeah, she's five foot eight, and I'm only five foot. Um, so definitely not tall by any means i'm a little bit taller than the average woman but not super tall <laughs> but five five you is short taller than me i come from tall stock <laughs> i come from short stock yeah you your family is the hobbits for sure they are <laughs> you cover hobbits. Hobbits. <laughs> and uh all of them so except for my brother but he might be the mailman's kid i don't know yet <laughs> the jury is out on that We'll have to do some DNA testing. Yes, to see where he actually came from. Maybe he's adopted. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe from a cabbage patch. Yes, cabbage patch. <laughs> um, but, you know, I just, I'm in awe of this woman. I am in awe of this band. It, You know, I, I do. I listen to them uh, quite often. Uh, I would say a couple times a week. Uh, I will put on an album and I'll listen to it. I really get a lot out of it. I get uh, a lot of healing from her music, um, a lot of strength from her music. It it means a lot to me, especially you know the her her latest albums where she just has so much important things to say, and she's hot. Always comes back to the eye candy. <laughs> hey, you know. Well, that's what I find so interesting is you know the fact that technically like they've got a lot of like talent between Maria and the band and like everyone involved is really talented just musically and also how they're able to kind of package everything up for like their live shows too. And it's so wild to me that there are people that won't give them a chance because they have like a traditionally attractive woman fronted band. Like the fact that Maria is their lead singer and is like on all accounts hot. I, I know a few people where that, that turns them off. And they're not interested and they don't even give the band a chance, which I find wild. That- that blows my mind. Like how just because a woman is hot and beautiful, you would not give it a chance. Like that's ridiculous. And I think that's part of the the issues that she has been fighting in her career because she is so beautiful. She's not taken seriously at all. Uh, definitely more now. Uh, I really, really, if you are a, a woman and you might not like metal and that's okay, but give her songs a try because there's a lot that she has to say. And it really, really pertains to what a lot of us women go through. Exactly. And I, 
I don't know. I mean, even if you're not a big metal fan, I would say listen to the Dream album. Start there. Start there. That's a good one to like get yourself like started in the pool of in this moment and then work your way up. But the Dream is a good one to get started with and then progress from there. I have to say Black Widow is probably my favorite. And it's probably because I saw that's the album I saw in concert. But fair. Blood. I can't say I like every song on the album, but I like quite a few. Black Widow, front to back, adore. Ritual, again, front to back, adore. Mother, front to back, adore. She has just put, in my opinion, just putting out gold. See, I'm I'm a big Blood fan girl. Just saying. That was like the big one that got me like super into them. It came out when I was in high school. Absolutely adore that album. So I could listen to Blood all the time. I was an adult. I was 33, 32 or 33 <laughs> when I first uh, got introduced to them. I, I, would you say that like the first albums are a little bit, would you say more emo? No, I would say more new metal. I mean, the dream, the reason I like that album is because like, I think it really spoke to like my little like angsty middle school, early high school, like little heart. I wouldn't say like emo stylistically, like at all. Those are very different styles. And if it was like emo at the time, I would have been like completely turned off by it. But I would say they're definitely really angsty, if nothing else. Let me rephrase that. They're definitely angsty. Yeah. And I like those albums. But is it most metal? I'll say is it most metal though. <laughs> yes. The thing with with metal is that it's angsty. It's angry. It has something to say. It's rebellious. And that is what I love about it. It's, it gets me. It gets my soul. And it always has. Oh, yeah. And again, like Blood, that was like the big one that got me super into them. Um, so that's just got a special place in my heart. But I will say I'm really digging Mother. Like I've been trying to listen to it more and I've really been liking the sound of like their newest album. Yeah, it's very good. Again, front to back, I can listen to every song. It's also so long, a 14-song LP, which I feel like is long for albums these days. She has a lot of things to say, important things that I love. And, you know, it's more possible videos for her to look hot in. (laughs) Again, it always comes back to the eye candy with you. (laughs) It's okay. <laughs> I will admit it. Yeah, regardless, I mean, if you're interested in Maria just for her looks, fair, honestly. But her music is also great. And I feel like more people need to just listen to the music rather than just focusing on the fact that she's hot. I agree. Listen, I agree. Because it, even if she was not hot, I would still love her because... I love what she has to say. It's very, a lot of her songs are very healing uh, for me and give me so much strength. So I would love her regardless. It's just a bonus. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's just a bonus for me. You know, I, I, I'm definitely not like a womanizer or anything like that. You know, not like that at all. If somebody's gorgeous, I will say so. <laughs> very fair. <laughs> I wish that she that that band would be given way more credit than what they're given. I think we're getting there. I feel like 
they're becoming a lot bigger of a thing and people are becoming a lot more interested in them than they have been in the past. And I think it's just, again, because they're, you can't deny the talent with the showmanship and the technical levels of their music. At this point, like, you just can't deny it. So you have to kind of accept that they're a metal band, they're talented, and even if you're not a huge fan of, like, the sounds that they have and, like, what they sound like, you should at least be able to give them a chance and just admit when there's talent there. And I have come to grips with the name. For the longest time, I was like, oh, man, why? Because it, it's not it's not what I would consider, like, a metal band name, right? But I think that's kind of the point. They're not just a metal band. Like, they definitely blend a lot of different genres. They have a lot of really interesting, unexpected covers. They're obviously a metal band, but it's, you know, that's not their main focus. It's just the genre that works for them. They're in it to make music. Mm-hmm. True music, real music, not this synthesized bullshit that we constantly hear on the radios, on the radio. I am ready for a new era in music because I'm sick of the bullshit. We're getting there. I think a lot more genuine artists are getting the ability to get a voice for themselves on a platform. And I feel like a lot more genuine people that are talented and want to just get their voice out there are being able to be discovered these days. Now, I do wonder, though, if I think the the current music is bullshit because I'm old. Because it happens. You get old and you're like, oh, those kids, that music sucks. Or am I actually right and the music currently sucks? I mean, I know plenty of like current brand new bands that are great. I think it might just be stuck in your ways. <laughs> stuck in my way, my, my, my old ways. <laughs> my... My, was it middle age? Oh, shit. That's wrong. That's wrong. I'm not, I'm not middle aged. Get in there. Fuck that. I'm quarter life. Fuck that. <laughs> I am, I am 41 and fabulous. And in my mind, I'm still 21. <laughs> fair. Very fair. I can't say much. I am quarter life. So, no, and not that I'm, I'm really like, I'm not really judgmental as, as to what kinds of music people listen to. You do like you do you. Music is supposed to be healing. And if you find this current bullshit music appealing and it gets you, you know, more power to you. I don't judge people based on what kind of music they listen to. I listen to all different genres personally. So even country. Oh, I said it. <laughs> I mean, there's some good country out there. Not arena country, but <laughs> old country. Old country. Uh, old and alt country. Yeah. I love bands like this that are, you know, really in the times, but they're making good music. They're making music that has feelings, that has substance. Yeah. And it's not just a cash grab because I feel like depending on the band, some bands, they get to a certain level and they're just, they see the money in it. They see dollar signs in their eyes. They're focused on how they can make the most money as quickly as possible. And I feel like within this moment, they've had to build a fan base and kind of build up and kind of evolve with the times, keep their sound more relevant. And with that, it's very obvious that they're not here for a cash grab. It's because they genuinely want to make music and they genuinely care about their fans. And it's not just a way for them to get rich and famous quick. They are true artists. And I feel, I, I think we're getting there, but I, I I still feel that we are lacking that, you know, this artistry of really grabbing the attention of people and making them feel something important. 
don't know. I think you, I think we need to update where you're finding new music. Maybe that'll change. I did. I have been finding some newer bands that I really like. Oh, good. But it turns out that they're actually kind of old, but, you know, whatever. They're new to me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, new to you is better than nothing new. And you do. When you when you get my age, you know, you do. You, you really have to kind of force yourself to, like, open up and, like, go, let's, let's find something else. Let's find something new. Because you often... You often stick with what you know, usually with like your teenage years, that what really affected you during that time is what you stick with, you know. Um, I mean, fair. I, I get that way too. Yeah. And I'm only in my 20s, so I feel you. I am trying though. Oh, for sure. I am trying. I I, I did I did get on some new bands uh, that you've introduced me to that I love. Hell yeah. That's the goal here. <laughs> and in this moment is a newer band. I mean, they've been around you know, over a decade. That's new-ish. Maybe. <laughs> new to me, shit. <laughs> Four decades here, people, okay? Well, hopefully us kind of chit-chatting about the band and going over our feelings towards the band. If you haven't listened to it in this moment yet, hope you give them a shot and we've convinced you to at least listen to some of their songs and discography. And if you're a fan, I hope you kind of enjoyed what we had to say. Yes, and if you are a fan, not a fan, and you, you're listening to the songs, you know, tell us what you think, what you like. You know, I, I, I value other people's thoughts and opinions. Yeah, well, thanks again for listening and stay spooky. Bye, bitches.